and I was going to make this video early this morning. Good thing I waited. Packard Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be a Packers fan, but it sure does help. Maybe just not today. I'm your host, Tom. Oh, God, the story keeps on getting better and better. Grassy. And today we're going to be breaking down each game in week nine of the NFL and do a little prediction action. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to Mr. Inject Chicken up in his Patreon tier from Fitty. Do a hundo, you crazy son of a gun. A big shout out and thank you to you. So last week was uh, a little bit rough in the prediction land. Uh, I went six and nine. Nice. Uh, But in reality, I, I, I took a few big swings on some teams and it didn't pan out. And then there was just major upsets. So that brings me to 76 and 45 on the year, according to ESPN. But it didn't count one of my games in which I won. So... I'm technically 77 and 45, but I'm down to 1,817th place in the Pick'em League. And we have two folks tied for the number one spot in the Pick'em League, and that's Gavin and Tony sitting at 90 and 32. So congrats to both of you. Gavin, I know you've been sitting up there for a while. Let's see what happens. So let's get started with this amazing Thursday night game. You got the New Jersey Jets taking on the Indianapolis Colts. The Jets pulling off a miraculous victory off the arm of Mike White, throwing for over 400 yards. Guy was just like, oh yeah, I'm a rock star. Zach Wilson's like, oh crap. (laughs) But the Jets knocking off the kitty goes meow Bengals uh, in shocking fashion, taking on the Colts who lost an OT against the Tennessee Titans after a hard-fought game. Carson Wentz making some questionable decisions as he has in the past few weeks, uh, literally just gifting a pick six to the Titans. But for this game, I think it might be a little bit closer. The Jets' defense, their D-line is really good. And so if they can stop Jonathan Taylor and force Carson Wentz to be the guy who's going to move the ball, it's very possible that Carson Wentz does very well, but I think it increases the likelihood of the Jets either winning or making this a close game. So I will take the Colts just because I think they are a more well-rounded team, but who knows? Maybe the Jets will shock an AFC South team once again, like they did to the Titans. Moving on, you have an AFC North battle between the Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Kitty Goes Meow Bengals. The Browns dealing with their own nightmare in which Odell Beckham Jr. is not really on the team anymore, according to Kevin Stefanski, after Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad made a compilation tape of all the times that Baker Mayfield missed a wide-open OBJ. I, you can't make this stuff up. The Browns, they're hurt right now. They lost a close game to the Steelers last week, taking on the Bengals. The Bengals... A lot of doubt after that loss to the Jets. Their defense really didn't look good, uh, and they weren't really firing on all cylinders. Nick Chubb should be a little bit healthier, and of course, Baker Mayfield, he's going to progress week in and week out from that shoulder injury. So I'm going to give the slight nod to the Browns here. I think their defense will do a good job of stopping Joe Mixon, just like the Jets did, holding Joe Mixon to under 35 yards, and they're really going to have to force Joe Burrow to air it out, which he's good at, but he also made some crucial mistakes 
takes last week against the Jets. So I'm going to pick the Browns here, though maybe the kitty goes meow. This is their redemption game. Following that, you got the Denver Broncos taking on the Dallas Cowboys. The Broncos getting a win against another NFC East team in the Washington football team in an ugly, ugly game last week in which they literally fumbled on their last drive and gave it back to the Washington football team and almost lost that game. Just absolutely horrendous. The Cowboys... They're on a roll right now. Dak Prescott, apparently he's going to be 100% and practice this week, and so it looks like he's going to play against the Denver Broncos. This is a major, major mismatch. I think the Cowboys are going to dominate, especially if Dak comes back, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Their defense should have no problems with that Broncos offense, and uh, I say the boys get a win. Then you got what could have been a Deshaun Watson revenge game. The Houston Texans taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Texans, man... Yeah, they got their ass kicked by the Rams, and they just scored all their points in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Dolphins actually kept it close against the Bills for at least a little bit, and then they decided to lose as well. This uh, is taking on a little bit more meaning. One, because it's basically a tank bowl. Cue the urinating tree music. But two, because the Dolphins decided to stick with Tua. We'll find out if that was the right decision. I think the Dolphins should actually come away with this win. I think that Tua... Is, is not given a lot of credit. Yes, he makes mistakes, but the guy has only played so many games. I think Devontae Parker and his connection is pretty darn good. If that defense shows up, I think they'll be able to take down the Texans. Then you got the Atlanta Falcons taking on the New Orleans Saints. The Falcons uh, choking it away and losing to Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers last week. Uh, the Falcons, Calvin Ridley stepping away from football for personal reasons. Shout out to him. Hopefully he gets well soon. Uh, obviously using Kyle Pitts to be their main receiver right this second. But the Falcons are, are struggling. Uh, meanwhile, you got the Saints who shocked the world and knocked off the reigning defending Super Bowl champs, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And while Jameis Winston lost for the year, Michael Thomas lost for the year, I still think that this offense will do enough to get it done. You still have guys like Alvin Kamara on that team. Simeon, you know, he's kind of just like an average QB, but an average QB can make that offense go, and the defense looked great against the Buccaneers, so I think the Saints will wind up taking this one. Then you got the Vegas Raiders taking on the New Jersey Giants. The Raiders, uh, it's been a rough few weeks for the Raiders. Uh, Henry Ruggs involved in an accident in which he was going over 150 miles an hour driving uh, while he was impaired, unfortunately killing uh, a woman and her dog in the early morning yesterday. Uh, and so he is no longer on the team. So there goes a threat for the Raiders. Um, but honestly, like that goes beyond football and just my deepest, sincerest condolences to the family and friends of um, the woman who passed away. That's truly, truly awful. Um, the Giants, they 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 uh, taken on the Chiefs last week and kept it close. But both teams just looked absolutely horrendous. Couldn't stop turning the ball over. Uh, I think the Raiders are definitely a better football team. They've uh, overcome so much adversity this season, losing their head coach. Now a wide receiver who was a first-round pick, no longer on their team. Uh, I do pick the Raiders to win this game just because the Giants are so decimated right now. I think the Raiders will be able to go into Jersey and win. Then you got a battle of the Peas. You got the Patriots and the Panthers. The Panthers, CMC, getting activated off IR which will be very helpful for the Panthers to be competitive in this game. The Patriots knocking off the Chargers last week in a game I said could be real, real close. That Patriots defense could give them problems, and they did. The Patriots, again, are one of those like sneaky good teams. 
in which, you know, they'll have really close game against the, the Texans, but then they'll also keep it really close against the Buccaneers and they'll beat teams like the Chargers. Mac Jones looks like he's progressing each week. I have the Patriots to win this one. If CMC is back, I like the Panthers' chances at least a little bit more to keep it close. However, I will pick the Patriots to knock off the Panthers this week. Uh, and who knows? Maybe they'll get a wild card spot. Moving on, you got the Buffalo Bills heading down to Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. The Bills... Started off a little bit slow, but their defense was dominant the entire time against the Dolphins, and then the offense picked it up later in the second half. The Jaguars uh, got their asses kicked by the Seahawks. I actually picked the Jaguars to win last week, and you know what? That's on me. I actually thought, man, against Geno Smith, they're, the Seahawks' defense is not so good. No, the Jaguars have lost all credibility with me. Not that they had any to begin with. Yeah, Bills rock them for me just because they made me lose in the Pick'em League last week. Moving on. Following that, you got a battle of the purple teams. You got the Minnesota Vikings taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens had themselves a bye last week, which was definitely necessary after getting shellacked by the Cincinnati Bengals. But then again, the Bengals lost to the Jets. The Vikings, uh, Sunday Night Football, only put 16 points on the board against the Cowboys defense, who was allowing 24 points a game. Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen couldn't get it going. Thielen had himself a nice game at least, but with all those weapons on the offense, they really couldn't do anything. And kudos to the Cowboys defense for you know playing a part in not allowing that to really develop into a high-scoring game. Uh, Zimmer is super duper conservative when it comes to his play calling and that's going to bite them in the butt the ravens have potential to blow them out of the water i think the vikings will keep it a bit close but i do think the ravens are going to take this one and the vikings are going to continue to lose which is honestly the only silver lining i have right now then you got the la chargers heading to philadelphia to take on the eagles chargers man disappointing loss and now they have found themselves losing two straight. They lost right before the bye, had the bye week, and now, yeah, uh, in order for them to remain competitive in the AFC West, they got to start winning football games. That offense has got to put it together. Going against an Eagles team, the Eagles, I mean, they're they're an odd team. There's times where they show like these spurts of like, hey, they could actually be a good team. Maybe the defense steps up a little bit or Jalen Hurts has a good game, but they're inconsistent. They absolutely destroyed the Lions uh, last week, putting up over 40 points on, and their defense kept Jared Goff in check. I think this will be another close game, but I'm going to give it to the Chargers. However, I got to say, you know, my patience is kind of running thin with them, and if they are not able to beat the Eagles, yeah, they're officially in trouble this season. Then you got what was supposed to be the State Farm Bowl. The Green Bay Packers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. This was supposed to be the first time we were going to see Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes go head-to-head. -head. We didn't see it the last time because Patrick Mahomes was injured, and here we are again at not seeing it because Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID-19. So, Kurt Benkert, who is also unfortunately out with COVID, leaves Jordan Love to be the starter on Sunday. LaFleur confirmed that he is going to be the starter, though I have to pray that he is not going to test positive, and hopefully there's no other positive results for covid uh, that are going to pop up later this week. Jordan Love, his first start. We have not seen him play against an actual NFL defense outside of preseason. And there's going to be a lot of pressure. I think LaFleur is going to game plan for 
Jordan Love to be really successful. I would imagine you're going to see a lot of stacked boxes from the Chiefs to try and limit the run. But Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon might have themselves some big games. Hopefully, Devontae Adams is going to be able to return as well. That'll be a great weapon. Who knows if David Bakhtiari is going to play on Sunday? That would be great as well. I think that Jordan Love has potential to really come in here and thrive with this offense. No, he's not going to be Aaron Rodgers out there, but I think they can definitely win the game because the Chiefs right now, their defense is pitiful. Their offense is making so many mistakes. There's so many turnovers, and it's from some of their superstar players. The Chiefs, like, there's just something going on. I thought that this was going to be a close game even with Aaron Rodgers because you can never count Patrick Mahomes out, and I feel like they would come to play against the Packers. However, their defense, meaning the Packers, has played pretty darn well this season. I'm actually still going to give the edge to the Packers. I think the way that LaFleur's system works, and it's not being a homer, the way that it works is that you really can just kind of like plug and play. When you have an amazing QB like Rodgers, that expands the playbook. But I think that what you've seen of LaFleur thus far, I really think that Love can excel in that offense. And I, I hope I'm right, and I hope that Jordan Love goes out and has an amazing game. But either way... There's going to be some conversations that be had after this game. Either he's great in which they're like, oh, maybe we move on from Rodgers after this year, or he's not. And then that brings other questions. Then you got the Arizona Cardinals taking on the San Francisco 49ers. The Cardinals losing their first game against the Green Bay Packers last week on a short week. Falling to 7-1, still atop the division. However, right behind them are the L.A. Rams. Taking on the 49ers, who were able to get it done against Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears. The big question is going to be, can Kyler Murray play? Obviously, DeAndre Hopkins is banged up a little bit right now. J.J. Watt out for the season. But can Kyler Murray play? There's rumors that he's going to be out one to three weeks. They're going to try and see if he's going to practice. Colt McCoy is going to be their backup if he can't. I think the Cardinals have a very good balanced running attack with Chase Edmonds and James Conner, and they definitely have enough of an offense and defense to beat the San Francisco 49ers. The last time that they played, though, the 49ers really did a nice job of keeping the offense of the Cardinals in check. And so because of that, I'm actually going to go with a little shocker here, a little upset and I'm going to pick the 49ers to win and that's going to be under the assumption that Kyler Murray doesn't play I think the way that the 49ers played the Cardinals kind of like opened up the door saying like hey this is how you beat this team and if they don't have their all-star QB well then you could potentially take advantage of that and so I'm going to go with the 49ers with the upset then for Sunday night football you got the Tennessee Titans taking on the LA Rams the Titans Winning a close game against the Colts, however, unfortunately losing Derrick Henry for at least eight weeks, which is a huge blow to that team. They just signed Adrian Peterson, though he's not going to be able to fill the shoes that Derrick Henry left, unfortunately. The Titans still can get it done. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill playing good football. You have guys like A.J. Brown who have been going off the past couple weeks. You still have a good offense. But they're going up against the Rams, who just signed Von Miller uh, to make that defense, which was already good, even better. On top of that, their offense is flying around out there. Cooper Cup is incredible. And Matthew Stafford's having a damn good year. I think the Rams are just going to overpower the Titans a little bit too much. And on top of that, the Titans can't rely on Derrick Henry to run the ball against this Rams loaded front. So because of that, I'm going to go with the Rams. And finally, you got Monday Night Football. You got the Chicago Bears taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Bears losing a close one to the 49ers. However, Justin Fields on two really great plays. He had one amazing pass to the end zone. And on top of that, he scrambled and was able to score a touchdown. Showing those flashes and you're like, oh, 
Okay. Is Matt Nagy going to be coaching? That might determine who's going to win this football game. Uh, The Steelers, they were able to pull off a win against the Cleveland Browns last week. The Steelers, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of false hope going on right now in Pittsburgh. Ben Roethlisberger still, I'm not completely sold on him anyway, shape or form, because again, he's a tree. I think that this could be a really low scoring game. Um, however, I'm going to give the slight edge to the Steelers here. I think the Bears definitely could win this, but with the Steelers, I feel like maybe you have some opportunities to get the passing game involved. And I think just the experience of Roethlisberger, though, he is definitely uh, limited and his ability right now is going to be able to pull off the W. But let me know what you're thinking down in the comments below. How do you feel about these games shaking out? Let me know. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash County and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go! Go!